Hi, this is Joe Bushes, and we are here today talking with Dr. Mark Houston about the rationale and research behind a product for vascular aging called VasculoCert. But before we go further, let me give you a brief introduction of Dr. Houston. Dr. Houston is a clinical professor of medicine at Vanderbilt University Medical School and medical director at the Hypertension and Vascular Biology Institute and the Life Extension Institute at St. Thomas Hospital and Medical Center in Nashville, Tennessee. He's also been the editor-in-chief of JANA, the leading journal on nutraceutical science and technology. Dr. Houston's medical practice philosophy is a wise healer uses that which works, which means he uses conventional, nutritional, complementary, and alternative modalities to help heal patients of their various diseases. His specialty is clinical hypertension, lipid disorders, prevention and treatment of cardiovascular diseases, nutrition, clinical age management, and general internal medicine. He has a special interest in anti-aging, for which he uses the combination of natural and drug therapies, which can be found in his book, What Your Doctor May Not Tell You About Hypertension, the revolutionary nutrition and lifestyle program to fight high blood pressure. Well, Dr. Houston, it's a pleasure to welcome you after all that. Thank you, Joe. It's a pleasure to be here. I want to kind of jump right in and uh, talk about this product, VasculoCert, that, uh, that you helped develop and talk about kind of the thinking behind it. And I wonder if you could just share what you were trying to accomplish with that product. Absolutely. As most physicians know, the body ages at a very set rate, which is based on your genetics, but also your lifestyle influences. And we know from our famous mentor, Sir William Osler, that a man is as old as his arteries. So what I was trying to come up with is a product that would slow down vascular aging, improve vascular health, endothelial dysfunction, and reduce all the target organ damage that's associated with vascular aging, such as stroke, heart attack, heart failure, and other diseases of the large arteries. Because in the United States and virtually any westernized or industrialized country, the leading cause of death remains cardiovascular disease. So if, if we could somehow slow down the aging of our arteries, we could really add not only years of, of life, but also higher quality without all the complications. And in the process of developing a vascular aging product, you in essence are developing an anti-aging or at least a slow down the aging process. And this is based on some really good science that's been published at a Harvard Medical School over the last three or four years with the new identified genetics for aging are the sirtuins. Now, you've got to share with us what sirtuins are because that's, okay. that's a mouthful for most of our listeners. Yeah, sirtuins were identified several years ago in an animal model and, and in yeast. And what they found is that if you could activate these particular sirtuin genes, and the first one they called was SIRT, S-I-R-T-1, you could actually increase the longevity of various animal models by anywhere from 30 to as high as 60%. And not only did they age slower, but they aged healthy and gracefully. So the genetics have now been worked out so that in humans, we know that we have similar sirtuin genes that can be turned on or turned off. And there are certain products nutrients, nutraceuticals, natural compounds identified in nature that have the ability to turn on what are called life-protective genes or caloric-restrictive genes, 
life survival genes. And we have very similar genetics to the mammalian models that have been studied at Harvard and other medical centers. And one of the leading compounds that's been identified that turns on these longevity genes is resveratrol, which is the compound that's identified in red wine and red grapes. Well, that's exciting. And we're hearing more and more about resveratrol. Are there many different types of resveratrol? Well, the two identified in nature are cis and trans. And it's only the trans resveratrol that is active uh, on the sirtuin gene. The cis does not work at all. And there are different plants that have the trans resveratrol in them. Grape is one of them. There's another one, polygonum, which has got the, basically the same compound that activates the sirtuin genes. And there are other plants, but those have the highest quantity. And you have to get a very purified transresveratrol that's at least 99 plus percent pure to avoid any of the potential gastrointestinal side effects that sometimes you get with some of the less pure forms of transresveratrol. So your formula vasculocert then deals with vascular aging and then the, the sirtuin gene to prolong the life of the gene? Well, what it does the genetics are such that when you turn on the sirtuin genes, it puts the body into a survival mode through lots of different mechanisms that protects organs, protects cells, slows down aging of all the organs, slows down the aging of the vascular system, and reduces the risk of cancer, cardiovascular disease, and metabolic problems like high blood pressure, or high cholesterol, or diabetes, or insulin resistance. So all these things get modulated to improve your health. We not only included in vascular cert the transresveratrol, but all the other scientifically proven nutraceuticals and vitamins and minerals and antioxidants that have been shown to have a positive influence on vascular health by improving nitric oxide, for example, or improving endothelial dysfunction, or even removing calcified plaque within the arterial wall, which is uh, an amazing step forward in prevention and even treatment of vascular problems. One of the things that I was reading one of your earlier papers, and you were talking about the blood vessels really being the largest organ in our body, and I, I think you were quoted as saying that there's 14,000 square feet in the surface area. It's like six and a half tennis courts. So when we're talking about a product, we're talking about affecting a lot of area. Yeah, the blood vessel system, uh, if you think of it in a very simplistic way, every organ, every cell in your body has to receive the proper nutrients, oxygen, and other components to stay healthy and stay alive. So the key uh, to maintaining good cell health and good organ health is supplying right nutrients to healthy arteries. Well, let's get into some of those nutrients. You mentioned earlier the transveratrol. Now, are these studies done with some of these components? Are they primarily animal models? Are there any good human studies to back up some of the things we'll be talking about? Virtually everything in this formula is based on human clinical studies that are very good, well-controlled, and uh, some of the, the best science that, that I've been able to find in the literature. The transresveratrol has been studied in animal models, but as of date, and you can imagine the reason, no studies in humans, 
because our longevity is such that it's very difficult to study human aging in a laboratory. Sure. But because our genetics are almost identical to the animal bodies that have been studied, most scientists feel that we will have the same beneficial results in longevity and organ protection that the animal studies had. And then the question that's, that's always out there right now is what's the appropriate dose of, of transresveratrol for a human? And this is where we get into some differences of opinion, but based on good science. And in the study that was done by uh, David Sinclair at Harvard, and this was published in Nature a few years ago, he found that in a, in a mouse model, if you gave them 22 milligrams per kilogram of transresveratrol, that seemed to be the optimal dose for their longevity. Well, in a human, that would translate to somewhere between probably around 1,500 to 1,800 milligrams per day, depending on your body size. However, you have to remember that we have a longer life expectancy. A mouse lives about two years, and our average is now 70 to 80 years. So with using a kind of a mathematical model and different metabolism-type issues and absorption and this sort of thing, we think in humans that somewhere around 100 milligrams per day of the transresveratrol, high potency, very high quality, very pure, would be an appropriate dose for a human to consume, pending you know, additional scientific studies which will clarify the dose better. Now, to give you an idea of how much transresveratrol that is, you would have to consume between 15 and 20 liters of red wine to get that much transresveratrol in a day. Well, that's a lot of wine. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we can use the transveratrol. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go into some of the other factors. Uh, another factor that many of our listeners would be familiar with is coenzyme Q10. Yes, CoQ10 has been around for years. It's one of the primary nutrients in the electron transport chain in the mitochondria that produces ATP, which is basically the energy for your cells. And ATP has been shown to increase not only cell survival, but also the energetics of the cell. And the recent studies suggesting that uh, a lot of the diseases of aging are in fact related to mitochondrial dysfunction or mitochondrial aging. So if you can make the mitochondria healthier, which is what coenzyme Q10 will do, then you're going to end up with a, a much healthier cell and a much healthier organ and system. So the dose of CoQ10 is very carefully modulated, and the amount we put in here is a dose that's, that's uh, higher than you might see in a lot of formulations, but we think that this is an optimal dose based on some recent studies, both for vascular health but also for protection of mitochondrial aging. And so I believe that dose is 200 milligrams per, uh, correct. per day. How about um, acetyl-L-carnitine? That's a, a nutrient that most of us are familiar with for helping to burn fat, but maybe not as familiar with the acetyl form. Right. Acetyl-L-carnitine is a, an incredible nutrient, again, for mitochondrial energetics, but also recently in the Clinical Hypertension Journal, just published a few months ago, there was a study using ALCAR, which is the abbreviation for acetyl-L-carnitine, with R-lipoic acid in humans showing dramatic reductions in blood pressure, improvement in vascular health, improvement in endothelial dysfunction, and also modulation of, of glucose. So we think that a combination of ALCAR, particularly with other things in this formula, produce almost a synergistic effect on making the blood vessel healthier. 
Well, that's synergistic. That was going to be one of my later questions as long as you brought that word up because sometimes you see a study done with X amount of milligrams and you feel like you have to use that much to get the effects. But sometimes when you use a synergistic effect with multiple nutrients to protect the nutrient or enhance the nutrient, we can get by with far less. Absolutely. And what I did when I developed this formula, I looked at studies and tried to get as close to the amount in the study as we put in the formula with the realization that when we started putting these together, that the effect would be at least additive and probably synergistic in many cases. And I think that's what we're seeing in some of our results now with patients as they're taking this formulation. Uh, The results are not only phenomenal, but they're also very quick. And I think that's due a lot to the synergy of the components. And there's a difference between the R-lipoic acid versus the just straight lipoic acid you'd get in a health food store? Absolutely. Um, the human body uh, only uses R-lipoic. The typical uh, lipoic acid isomer is both an L form and an R form. And recent studies suggest if you give a mixed R-L lipoic acid, you can actually cancel out the beneficial effects of the R-lipoic with the L-lipoic. Our mitochondria and our cells use R-lipoic. So we have a pure R-lipoic acid in this formula. There's no L-isomer at all. How about there's a green tea extract, 1,000 milligrams of a green tea, the concentrated EGCG formula? Yes, the EGCG is uh, the active component of the green tea. So we've, again, identified uh, the proper dose, the proper component. And the data on ECGC is enormous. It's overwhelming numbers of of medical diseases, prevention, and treatment. It's good for cardiovascular disease. It's good for blocking the oxidation of LDL cholesterol so it becomes less atherogenic. Uh, It's been used to improve endothelial function. It's helpful in apoptosis of carcinoma cells. It's very helpful in energetics. It's good for weight loss. It helps to burn uh, adipose tissue, but your lean muscle mass goes up. So green tea is one of the nutrients that's been identified in both longitudinal studies in the Far East, but also in clinical, prospective clinical trials in humans to have beneficial effects in virtually everything that's been looked at uh, in the doses that we put in the formula. Let's skip down to uh, another component of the formula, and that's uh, vitamin K2. Vitamin K2 is is a very interesting uh, vitamin. Uh, we have put in this formula with vascular cert a vitamin K2 MK7, which is a sub-variety of vitamin K2. And it's from the natto, which has uh, been studied in Japan for years. And this particular form of K2 MK7 has actually been shown to pull calcium and plaque out of the arterial wall. It may be one of the few things that we know about today, either natural or pharmaceutical, that has the ability to potentially reverse atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease and improve coronary heart disease, angina, and remove plaque from coronary arteries. It is uh, very well tolerated. There's virtually no side effects from it. The only contraindication, as most people would know, for vitamin K, you cannot be taking Coumadin or Warfarin, which is a blood thinner, other than that, uh, there appears to be no contraindication to its use. And um, the dosage is, is one milligram? Do you feel that that's a sufficient amount? Yeah, most of the studies were somewhere between 45 
and 80 micrograms. Okay. So uh, this dose is is adequate, uh, assuming that some absorption issues. We should get plenty of that in the system. Now, there's another a whole phytochemical blend of antioxidants in plants and immune modulators. Some some olive leaf extract and some quercetin and some ginkgo biloba, lutein's, lycopenes, and that's about 250 milligrams of those cofactors. Why would you put those in there, just as a to, as synergistic components, or what were you thinking when you put those in? We had some very specific reasons for adding all of these. For example, the olive leaf extract has also been shown to lower blood pressure. It's been shown to modulate LDL cholesterol so it's not oxidized, so it's less atherogenic. And also there's evidence that it can improve glucose intolerance and uh, improve insulin sensitivity. Uh, we added quercetin because quercetin helps to reduce the metabolism of the transverse veritrol, but it also is a very potent uh, vascular modulator, has a lot of effects on immune function, allergic responses, and so forth. So this makes the activity of the transverse veritrol more prolonged. So even though it's only 100 milligrams, you're getting more of an effect. Most people know that the effects of ginkgo as an immune modulator over the years is well established, particularly good for improving endothelial dysfunction and raising nitric oxide levels. The lutein and lycopene also studied, a study published actually at the American Society of Hypertension in New York about three years ago. The investigator used about um, 5 to 10 milligrams of a tomato extract with lycopene and found that the blood pressure dropped is almost as much as with an antihypertensive medication and was associated with improvement in vascular function. Really? That's exciting. Very exciting. Just that small amount from those natural compounds. There's also a, a number of cofactors, the B vitamins in present, uh, 250 milligrams of magnesium is glycinate, which is, you know, our listeners know is critical for any kind of heart issue. But there's also uh, 8,000 units of vitamin D3. Yes, uh, you know, most of us used to give these very small doses of D3 based on the recommendations by various committees in the FDA of like 400 to 800 IUs. But a study is done at Harvard and other centers across the U.S. have now suggested that we need probably eight to 10,000 international units a day to maintain all the beneficial effects of vitamin D. Uh, I have, over the past two years, been checking vitamin D levels routinely in every patient who comes to my office. And these are a mixture of healthy but unhealthy patients. And we have an 80% vitamin D deficiency here in Nashville, Tennessee, which is a very sunny area of the country. Yeah. So if we're deficient here, I'm sure we're deficient probably most parts of the U.S., particularly in the northern latitudes. And vitamin D is very important in uh, improving insulin sensitivity, glucose intolerance. It lowers blood pressure, reduces cancer risk, heart attack risk. I mean, the number of things that vitamin D does is enormous. So if you don't have an adequate vitamin D level, which needs to be somewhere around 80, you're going to end up with a lot of chronic diseases. This dose of 8,000 is about where you need to be per day. There is no toxicity whatsoever at that dose. Uh, if you go out in the sunshine, for example, for, for an hour, you're going to get probably 15,000, 20,000 international units of vitamin D. You don't get toxic from that. You might get sunburned, but you don't get toxic from the vitamin D. So 
this is my opinion is an adequate dose. It's a necessary dose, but it's not a toxic dose either. The other things we put in, like the magnesium, is extremely important for uh, vascular biology, blood pressure control. It's important for arrhythmias of the heart. And magnesium's in probably over 200 chemical reactions in the body. So you have to have that. And it's a very important cofactor in all your B vitamins to kind of open up all the metabolic pathways you need to maintain good production of ATP through all the pathways. Well, I know that uh, Dr. Seleg, who's probably one of the world's foremost experts on magnesium, said that she believes that 80% of the world's population is deficient in magnesium. So I'd say that's probably the case. If you looked at uh, the two nutrients that we, uh, we check frequently uh, using an intracellular nutrient analysis, Vitamin D and magnesium uh, are the two most common ones that creep up in that panel. So it sounds like from the formula that what you're doing is supporting and rebuilding with the magnesium and the vitamin D and the, the B vitamins and the phytonutrients, but then at the same time you're, you're adding the extra effects of the transresveratrol and the, the carnitine, the coenzyme Q, and the ECG to really give you that extra antioxidant uh, rejuvenating boost. Yeah. What I tried to do in this formulation is make it pretty all-inclusive, so that it is a prevention formula for vascular health, but it's also a treatment formulation for people who already have disease. So this would span the spectrum of virtually any kind of patient that would come into your office. You know, you have a healthy 16-year-old that has a bad family history but doesn't have anything wrong with them. This is a great product to get on to keep their vascular system healthy so that you can modulate those bad genes that they may have. But also you might have a 50-year-old person who comes in who's had four heart attacks and he has a high blood pressure and high cholesterol and diabetes. Well, this is a great product for that person as well because it's going to modulate all of those things and allow you hopefully to treat these patients in a more natural format and reduce the number or frequency of any pharmacology or any drugs that they have to take. What kind of clinical feedback have you been getting back from your patients? What kind of results have you seen? It's, it's been phenomenal. The product was released to me in early August, and I started using it in my office immediately. And I've got probably well over 200 patients now that I've followed you know, for the last over two and a half months. And the feedback's phenomenal. Um, I get comments like, you know, my energy level is better overall or my exercise tolerance is improved. You know, I used to be able to only run a mile in 10 minutes, and I can run two miles in 15 minutes. Uh, or I can lift weights better. I don't get as fatigued. They sleep better. You know, those are all effects the patient will tell you subjectively. But on the other hand, ob- objectively, what I've seen, the real hard numbers are their blood pressure is going down, I've had uh, several patients whose LDL cholesterol has fallen 20%. Uh, We've had some people uh, who were diabetic or borderline glucose intolerance who are now off their medications that they were on before, like metformin or Avandia or one of those drugs, controlled now just with the vascular surge and, you know, a good healthy lifestyle. And this is, you know, a very short period of time. So if this is happening in, you know, two months, I can imagine that in four to six months what the effects might be. And I say that because I think the human body takes four to six months to kind of turn over the bad cells and replace them with the good cells that have the good nutrients. So as, as you go along towards that four to six month window, 
I think that you're going to see even more phenomenal results than I'm seeing, you know, at the two to two and a half month rate. Well, I had kind of a personal experience when the product came out. I looked at all the ingredients and, and got pretty excited about them. And I like to jog or to run. Now I'm 56, and so I'm not running too hard, Dr. Houston. But uh, we, we live out in the country, and I jog six telephone poles and walk one telephone pole. That's, that's kind of my, my style. But about three years ago, I, was, I got up to running th- uh, four miles and uh, got injured, so I had to stop. And I really hadn't gotten back to doing any kind of jogging. But then I started on this formula about, well, probably been about a month ago. And uh, two weeks ago on Sunday, it was a gorgeous sunny day. And I thought, well, I'm just going to go out and do some running. And I just felt that energetic. I mean, how often do you want to just go out and run down the road? But I did. And, and uh, I ended up running four miles. Oh, that's great, Jim. Oh, it was amazing. I was so excited because it, it really just put a zip back and a re-motivation back to get into that healthy lifestyle. And I, I think I lead a pretty clean lifestyle now. But exercise has to be a major component for anybody for anti-aging. And I think what you've experienced has a, has a very good uh, scientific basis for it because what's happened is you have made all those arteries going to your muscles healthier, so they're now delivering oxygen better, nutrients better. They're more efficient. The muscle is more efficient in handling its glucose. You probably don't get as much lactic acidosis. Your recovery time is faster. But, I mean, all the things in this formula have the ability to affect many, many other diseases simply because of what they do to improve your vascular health. Well, that's true. The lactic acid part is is right on because the next day, normally I'd be very sore. I wasn't sore a bit the next day. I I was actually surprised that I wasn't sore. So we've actually had some patients tell me that their mental alertness and their acuity and their memory's gotten better. And I attribute that to a lot of things, but particularly to the lipoic acid, the green tea and the alcar and the CoQ10 all of which have been studied by uh, Bruce Ames at UC Berkeley and found that those particular nutrients improve the ability of a mouse model in, in finding the cheese at the end of the trap through a maze. Okay. Uh, so the mouse actually aged slower but also had better mental alertness. So once again, you know, the, the science in, in these animal models I think is now beginning to be shown in a very good way in humans as well. I had another just quick story. One of a, a friend of mine who's a nutritional consultant was uh, had severe heart palpitations for years, like 24 hours a day every five minutes, and her physician recommended to go on some beta blockers, and she used a, a product called Biocardiozyme two, three times a day, and as long as she was on that, she was fine. And But every time she'd try to get off it, she would start experiencing these severe palpitations again. And she went on vascular cert, and uh, not only has she, you know, switched from the biocardiozyme, but she said that there's just this overall peace and tranquility and resilience that's in her nervous system that she's never felt before. So it really does cover a variety of things. And I like what you said earlier about the, the mitochondrial regeneration, that we just have more core energy for it to, to be able to burn in a variety of ways. Well, it's, it's great to hear those kind of stories. And it's, when the patients come in, they tell me how much better they're doing. It's very gratifying. Now, let me ask you a question, because we've talked about a number of different nutrients. Is this something that, can we just go to Walmart or shop on the Internet for individual ingredients or put them together? I mean, it's, what if we took all these things from various sources? Are we, we going to get the same quality product? Absolutely not. I tell patients that going to any health food store where, where you have uncontrolled nutritional status 
that has no monitoring. You don't know what you're getting. You don't know if it has in it what is supposed to be in it. Doesn't have the dose. It might not be bioavailable, or may have some toxicity associated with it. So you really can't do that effectively. The second problem is even if you could go and find all these things of the kind of quality that you would like to have, which is a quality that we've put in vascular cert, it would cost you three times as much, and you would be taking at least probably three times as many capsules per day. So what we've been able to do is maintain incredibly high quality, keep the pill count down, and keep the cost down because it's a very condensed product that, that people can take and get like almost 25 different nutrients in that. So there really is a difference then in manufacturing when we start getting into these designer formulas. Have you got a chance to see the, the quality control in the phytochemistry labs done at Biotics Research Corporation? Oh, absolutely. I went down to Biotics several years ago and went through the entire plant from beginning to end before I ever decided to develop any type of formulation with them because I had to see this firsthand and to feel comfortable with the quality they had. And I can tell you from the time the raw product comes in and is analyzed through the bacteriology and the toxicology and the identification of what's in it and the quality control, the time it goes into the capsule, it is absolutely first-rate and excellent. So uh, I, I feel very, very good about not only what I've designed with doses and so forth, but I feel very good about the high quality that's coming out of biotics with the product as well. Let me shift gears here a, a little bit. When could you kind of expect to see the, the time frame that you'd start to see changes with people, especially with things like blood pressure or some of those other things? And it's not that we're treating blood pressure so much, but we might start to see some uh, the beginning changes, and then we might start to see the, the final changes. That, that's a great question. And what I'm beginning to see is a lot of the response rate is dependent on what you're treating and the severity of the disease that they may have at the beginning of therapy. And what I see is some of the patients who are sicker, who have more diseases, whatever, tend to start responding sooner, or at least they notice a response subjectively. And then when I have them come back for their first visit, a lot of the objective parameters have already gotten better. People who are very healthy uh, to begin with, may not see a lot of subjective changes. If they don't have anything wrong with them as far as what you can measure, then you may not see a lot. But over time, you know that you're helping those people as well. But as a rule of thumb, I think that the maximum effect from the time you start it to start seeing the full changes in both objective parameters and subjective parameters is going to occur at about that four-month interval, maybe up to six months because of the way the cells cycle through. Okay. But like I said earlier, I've seen patients coming in at sometimes two to four weeks who are already having beneficial results. Okay. And what about the best time of the day to take the capsules? Is this a, a product that should be taken before meals, with meals, during meals, in between meals? It's designed to take any time that's convenient for the patient. Okay. Um, most of the things in here are, are well absorbed uh, because we, the way we have them packaged. Uh, a lot of people don't like to take things on an empty stomach because sometimes they get a little GI upset, but that's true of a lot of nutrients. So it's up to the person. If they want to take it on an empty stomach, if they want to take it during a meal, after a meal, it's perfectly okay to do so. Uh, what I typically do with mine is I have them in the bathroom 
sitting beside my toothbrush. So I take my five capsules in the morning as soon as I get up, and then I go exercise because there's data to show that, you know, you can improve your exercise performance both in the literature but also now with some patients and yourself who just, you just told me that. Yeah, absolutely. And I take the other five in the evening when I get home uh, around dinner time. So it's 10 capsules a day, five in the morning, five in the evening, but you can do it either with meal, without meal, whatever's preferable. Now, do you have any specific, um, well, I know your book goes into great detail about dietary changes. So I'd, one of the things I encourage everybody to take a look at the book, what your doctor may not tell you about uh, hypertension, but can you give us just some general things, dietary, that we should reduce? Yeah, if you follow the uh, stone cave uh, mentality of nutrition, the Paleolithic diet, Okay, that's going to be your best option. So basically, if you couldn't find it when you were a caveman, you probably shouldn't really be eating it. <laughs> that's right. And that would mean you want to eat a lot of fresh fruit, particularly berries. You want to stick with a lot of high-quality protein, you know, the wild game, the fish, particularly cold water fish, and any type of vegetable, uh, the dark green leafy, all the different colors of the vegetables. So I give patients a really simple diet. I tell them to eat 8 to 10 servings of fruit and vegetable per day uh, and a serving which you can get in the palm of your hand uh, to consume high-quality meat, getting at least 30, maybe even 40% of their total calories in protein, and then to concentrate on the good fats, which is the monounsaturated fats like olive products, and the polyunsaturated fats would be like nuts and the cold water fish. Stay away totally from processed foods and refined foods. Stay away from sodas. Stay away from artificial sweeteners. Uh, and if you do that, you'll be amazed how your body composition will change and how much healthier you'll be. I so appreciate hearing you say that because so oftentimes people think they're going to take a handful of pills and they're going to get these profound changes, but really they just are supplements and they're supplementing a good diet. And if you're putting all those poor macronutrients in, you're just draining the effects of the positive things you're putting in your mouth with the supplements. Yeah, you cancel out the beneficial effects you're trying to get with supplements. And in addition, when you're doing that, if you have a bad diet or you're stressed or you've had surgery or whatever, your nutritional needs go up dramatically. That would be three, four, five times what you would have if you didn't have that particular problem. So whatever you're taking not only doesn't work as well, but you need more of it anyway. Well, Dr. Houston, this is really an exciting product. I just have to tell you, I'm, I've seen some really wonderful benefits for myself and for my family and certain friends that I've put it on. But um, is there any contraindications? You talked a little bit about uh, the Coumadin, but any other groups of people that you would not want to use this product on? Joe, there's very few contraindications to vascular serve. The only two that we have put in the insert uh, for the product are people who are on Coumadin or Warfarin, which is a blood thinner, and pregnant or lactating women. Outside of that, virtually anybody can take it at any age group. I mean, I'm an adult physician taking care of people after age 16, so I put it on, give it to people starting at age 16 as a prevention, and then I use it all the way up to my oldest patient, which is 104, for either prevention or treatment. So it's, it's a good product for just about any any age group and any type of medical problem you're dealing with to improve their vascular health. Well, it seems like you can't go wrong increasing mental function, increasing blood sugar regulation, and uh, vascular integrity, and, and protecting genes, and 
seems like a product that, uh, like you said, anybody can use. I think it's uh, one of the best formulations out there right now. It's very cost-effective, and it's going to create uh, some good health for people. Well, Dr. Houston, thank you so much. Again, uh, Dr. Houston's book is What Your Doctor May Not Tell You About Hypertension. You also had a website that people could go to for more scientific articles if they'd like to just catch some of the things that you've been writing. Absolutely. Uh, it's called Resume, R-E-Z-O-O-M. And when you go into the Resume website, go to the Ageless Generation. And the Ageless Generation has uh, a lot of different uh, subsections, but the section that I'm responsible for is the health and wellness section. So we post new articles every week on nutrition and nutraceuticals and supplements and breakthroughs in medicine. And there's also a library. You can go back and visit all the archived information. Right now, we've probably got about two or 300 articles posted, and it's all very up-to-date for 2007. Well, thank you very much for your contribution to society and, and certainly for, uh, for time spending with us today. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. Have a great day. You too.